haters are going to hate. What it is, what it do, this is Ramblin', your weekly Rams podcast that gives you insight of the team and news around the NFL. I'm your host and team reporter, Serena Morales, coming at you from Los Angeles, California. I hope everyone is staying safe, staying healthy. The Rams are continuing with virtual meetings this week. Rookies reported for the first time as well. But let's be real. The biggest news this week are the brand new uniforms. And to help me with that, I welcome in a quarterback who played eight seasons with your Los Angeles fans from 86 to 93. No Rams QB has ever thrown more yards than this guy. But enough about football. This Rams legend is also a gem of a human. He writes some solid dad jokes on Twitter. And like many of us, he's a fan of breakfast for dinner. Jim Everett, welcome. To <laughs> hey, Serena. Always good to be with you, Matt. Good to be with you, too. Uh, Matt, uh, you gonna update that photo anytime soon? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll speak to the the Zoom profile choosers and make sure that that's taken care of next time. Oh, well, Matt. Some, some of us actually age, Matt. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm trying my best. He's trying to the, age. The beard is what's point. fooling everybody. Uh, Jim, do you have um? Are you more of an eggs like ham and eggs guy? Or are you more of a pancake? in a waffle sort of breakfast for dinner situation. Oh, I'll go, I'll go bacon and eggs any day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's uh, maybe a little toast in there too. I mean, oh, yeah. pancakes is good. Maybe if I go pancakes, I'm going blueberries. So I'm not, I'm going to have a little something, something in there. Yeah. Give me bacon and eggs. I'm pretty happy too. Same, same. <laughs> um, all right. So let's get to it. The Rams with much anticipation. We finally released the new uniform. So you've got that monochromatic blue, an updated throwback, as well as the first of its kind, a bone-colored uniform from what I've seen is the the team favorite. All of the Rams are like, this. the bone is my favorite. What do you think of them, Jim? All right, Serena, I'll be absolutely honest with you. Yesterday, I got on the Rams site. I ordered four bone items for me. Yes! That's how much I like them. I mean, I, I, I looked at them. I, I actually had a chance to see him prior uh, at a phone conference with uh, with Kevin Dimoff. Um, I think they're good. I, I mean, haters are going to hate. But I like them. I like them. Don't hate me for liking them because I think, the, especially the bone where you got the blue that kind of raises out, it's got that, that uh, it's almost like an inner tube thing. That, that, and, it's, it's, and the helmet now matches the blue. Um, I think they got it right. I I think everyone else is getting off track about little this or the logo or this. But as soon as people see it on the Oculus, how it works digitally as well as with – because it's symmetrical. Um, I think that, that, that will well-round it. But you're going to have haters going to hate. And I get that. I get the traditionalists. But, uh, you know, I'm going to embrace the future. Yeah, and hey, look, we all they kept. I, I love that they kept the the throwbacks and they updated it. It's more in sync. I think the the helmet goes well with all of those different uniforms with all three. So it's good to hear that a former Ram is a okay with moving forward and 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 trying out a new color like bone yeah, for the first it, time that's never been used. Spring, I can tell you this: as soon as the social distancing things down, I'm going to take Eric Dickerson. We're going to go out and have a beer and kind of help try to do you know. <laughs> Try to find out where there's some common ground here. 
<laughs> Perfect. Appreciate it. I'll, I'll join you guys for the beer. Um, what is it about a new uniform, Jim, that gets players pumped up? Like, I know for me as a runner, sometimes I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm in a rut. Let me go buy some new kicks and it, like a new workout gear. And it kind of works for me. But for a professional football player, please tell me that this is the same sentiment. This is sort of that same thought. Well, I can tell you this from deep down, from, from the heart of the professional football players, they can put on a diaper and still want to go out and play because it's, you know, it's pro sports. This is what we wanted to do since we were, you know, kids. But the fact that you're going to have like a number one in state of the art facility, you got, you know, something very edgy as far as what to wear. Uh, I think there'll be some players envious. I know there's some traditional traditionalists that'll say, oh, well, this is what I remember. That's what my dad used to wear. That's what we. But for the players to have something um, kind of innovative, new way, it's almost like, you know, when Nike breaks out that new pair of shoes and you're like, God, I want to try that new Nike Air or whatever. Um, I think you get into it. And I think the players are into it. And that's what I, I posted that on Twitter the other day. I was like, let's ask the players where they're at. And I know they're getting paid. I get all the excuses. They're not, they haven't been here for 40 years, but and they really like them. Yeah, they they really like them. I'm so excited to see them, especially under the lights and the Oculus. It's going to be so great at SoFi. Um, Jim, you stay pretty on top of the Rams news. So since the draft, just would love to get your overall thoughts on the team and the changes to this draft that, that have been made, but especially on offense. You know, we got Cam Akers, a running back out of Florida State, and Van Jefferson from Florida. Um, those two guys, I think, will be a significant uh, addition to this Rams offense, but just overall thoughts. Well, I'll, I'll take it from... You know, we, we lost some guys. Let's not let's not avoid the fact that Todd Gurley has carried this team for a lot of years. The fact that now that he's not there, we do need a replacement. And I think I think that it was very smart to go out and find the guy that fits in the system that you know that, that Coach McVay wants. And I think that was important. They went and got their guy, so that didn't surprise me. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Cooks has been a good player for us. You know, we traded. Bringing Van Jefferson, who's more what I look at as more of a combo between a wood and a cup, um, he's not to take the top off like Josh is going to be. Um, but I like that pick. Uh, actually, when I was down in Houston uh, for a summer, I threw to his dad, and probably the purest guy I've ever seen run routes so smooth, so effortly, and catch the ball in a span as anything like his dad. I mean. It would be pretty special. The other picks, I think, make sense. I mean, you, you, you picked up guys that either have high ceilings but may have had injuries or this. I even like our seventh-round pick, uh, Josh, I believe it is. Um, I, I, there's all good reasons. I go through the draft, and I break it down even further, but I won't during our second here. But each one of the players has an upside that could benefit this team. And now, if they hit that potential, it'll it will make less need to look like a genius oh yeah exactly with those uh famous glasses those infamous glasses that he's been wearing throughout the day. <laughs> i don't know karis need has been tweeting about uh them but apparently they're just some random glasses that you can buy on amazon so anyone can get this less need look i'm hoping by the time we hit october someone does this for a halloween costume hashtag sneed shades close posted on twitter uh, a glasses, you know, the goggle glasses and say, mm-hmm. you know, and say, Les, what's up, dude? You know, I mean, it's just, but that was pretty funny. But, it, it, you know, I'm sure that the landscape, and we all have to kind of look at this, was very different for the NFL draft. And I thought everyone did a really good job, especially this. 
actually appreciated the draft. I thought it was really cool. Same. So, it was a good. They, they, they said they, it was like the I most mean, watched the first time draft ever, it. too, right? Oh yeah, it was the most watched draft, and it came off, you know, effortlessly. Hey, like, oh. hey guys, what else to do? Exactly. Right. Anything that is the most watched right now is also probably because that's all we have to do is watch. Um, one else, one other thing to watch for, uh, Jared Goff was kind of looking to bounce back after what he would probably consider a non-Goff-like season. How do you see JG going into 2020 and playing, uh, playing out with some improvement? Well, I think one of the key things with, with golf was the, the fact that they brought in another offensive mind to work with him. I think that was key. I think, you know, they had McVay last year and he had a couple of young guys that were that were working with him. But the fact that they went out and brought in a coordinator to work specifically with Jared Goff, I think will help him um, produce what he needs to do more congruent to what, what they're trying to get done. And I think that, that, that I mean, you look about every year McVay's had coaches, they all get stolen. And the fact that I don't think last year, I don't think they replaced them and nothing against the guys that are there. I don't think they replaced with the same caliber, which I think they did this year. So I think that's going to help the whole offensive thing. So uh, Sean can help either on defense because he's all going to be all over the board, but that whole new defense is going to be different too. So I think there's going to be a lot of question marks about, you know, what are we actually doing on defense? Uh, Hopefully our offense will come together. But then again, we got our offensive line who I think we're going to see some sophomore bounces from some of the guys there. I think I'd like, a healthy habit team back in at, at right tackle because he was trying to play with that that injury and a lot of people overlooked that. I mean, it's tough to play in this league healthy, more or less injured. For, for sure. And with all those injuries on the O-line, it's almost, it's really impressive. To, when I was watching uh, the games last season, I just was like, they're holding it together somehow. Some guy's been asked to step up and they're doing what they can. So it'll well, we be... Two, Serena, we had two rookies in there producing. <laughs> I mean, Cromer usually takes, I remember Jackson Slater, who played 20 years, I think he, he said it took him, you know, four to six years to get where he needed to get. These guys were thrown in right off the bat, so they didn't have the luxury of that time. I know there's some other offensive linemen that we've been with, that time is usually a good thing for the big guys. Yeah. And, and we kept we kept uh, Andrew Whitworth, and I think that will help even more so a guy like him who's just like, can keep sort of a calm presence and a leadership role with this offensive line to kind of help them groom them even more as they go into that second, third year of their of their NFL career. Yeah, I, Serena, what we also don't realize is that if we were in the same playoff format that we are in this year, the Rams were in the playoffs last year. It's not like we were 3-13, and 13, which I've been on a team. So it's like you guys were not that far. So the, the pieces of the puzzle, and I say this every year, and I'll continue to say it, it's like a chemistry set. You know, you bring in this speaker, you bring in this, and you pour it all together, and you hope that, you you know, you get this Super Bowl mix. And that doesn't happen every year with injuries and this and that. But I like the guys they're bringing in. I'm impressed with the, the caliber of, of player that they're bringing in. Um, and let's say, for example, Cooper Cup would be like the guy that would be like, he's a player, he's, he's coachable, he loves the game. And the more of those types of guys that you bring in, I think the more successful you can be. I'm curious, how do you feel as a former Ram, um, like, is it a proud father sentiment? What is it that you, as, like, the outsider, kind of go, they did they did well, even last season, just over the years, you know, since they've returned to Los Angeles? What is that feeling that y- you get from watching this team? 
Well, first of all, you said the key word, moving back to Los Angeles. I probably didn't, wasn't in, as invested in St. Louis, probably as much as Kurt Warner is not as invested in Los Angeles. I mean, so I totally understand that. Uh, but the fact that they're home, I never thought they would be here, but they are here. And then, of course, they, they bring in uh, McVay. They bring in all the moves that I like football-wise. There's a system. There's there's reason. There's purpose. There's the draft picks I'm liking. Um, so it's, it's easy to do. Um, I can get over a logo. I can get over a, a whatever. But the fact that, you know, what I would like to say to all our people in Los Angeles is this could easily have been an expansion team, to be honest. We didn't know this five years ago, and who cares what logo? There wouldn't be any history. There wouldn't be any of this. The fact that we're moving into a $5 billion state-of-the-art system uh, and putting on maybe a cutting-edge logo, it all fits in my book. I hear that. Uh, That actually leads in perfectly to the next segment. It's called What Makes Me Happy. Now, Jim, you and I share a similar feeling around one of the best players in the league, Aaron Donald. Now, Aaron Donald. He's one of the hardest working, highest paid players in NFL history. Doesn't seem to have the energy, however, to put on a shirt. He never wears a shirt. And it is hilarious. And it makes me happy. Hey, for Donald, I'm taking a something. No. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it, he never. So we, we watch, there's, if you haven't seen on, on Twitter, anytime Aaron Donald posts anything, he doesn't have a shirt on. But specifically, when he went to uh, look at the new uniforms. There was a video that the brands have shared on their uh, Twitter and Instagram accounts. Of just all the guys. Oh man, it's so exciting! Looks great. Aaron Dunn specifically has his chain, but no shirt. And it's just it. It makes me happy that you share this thing. Everyone's always like, "Where's the shirt?" Honestly, I wouldn't wear a shirt either if I had abs like that. But this yeah. man could afford ten thousand shirts. He works very hard. So it's, it's just well, I, I, Serena, I know for, for probably for a fact he just came back from a workout or whatever it might be. So, I mean, no, no, and his work ethic, I know that he's like, uh, you know, I have five minutes and I don't have time to put on a shirt. I get that, but it's kind of fun to make a little, little fun. But then again, if we were uh, that swollen, I don't think I'd wear a shirt either. <laughs> there may not be a shirt shirts. that fits him properly, and maybe that's why he's just always uncomfortable in them. Very true. Right. Um, quickly, news around the NFL. Well, now, while this news has been out for a while, I want to get your opinion on one of the biggest stories this offseason, Tom Brady going to Tampa. Now, most people are hyping up the Bucks to be the team of the NFC South. But what are the challenges a QB will face when switching teams for the first time? You've done it, Jim. You were with the Rams and you went to the Saints after yeah. eight seasons with the Rams. There's got like everyone's sort of like, oh, Brady and, and Gronk and everything's going to be great. And it's rose colored glasses. But I can't assume that this is this you fix it, you throw Tom Brady anywhere and it's OK. Well, I, I, it's funny you mentioned that because Bruce Arians was a coach of mine down in New Orleans when I went down there. So, you know, Bruce has been through this. And the, the great thing about Bruce, I can tell you this from kind of behind the scenes, is he's open to run whatever. So when, it, when he I know when he had meetings with Tom, he's like. Hey, hey, you know, you want to run this? Let's run it. You know, I mean, he's open like that. He really, hey, he wants input. He wants to, he'll run his system. I, I get that. He wants to push the ball, but he loves input. I mean, he's very um, pliable when it comes to what he wants to do. Um, it doesn't look like he was that pliable with Jamison Winston. We throw it to our guys, but uh, that's a whole other story. But 
the question is Tom Brady going there. You know, he's I don't he's going to uncharted territory being his age. I'm sure he's pretty motivated. I mean, I can think about and Tom said he's like, you know, I want these a chance to get a super be on me, not Belichick. I think there's some sort of marriage thing going back and forth. So I'm sure he's motivated to do, do well as is Gronk. Um health will be a concern with the offensive line. I love the receivers in Tampa. I really like it. I like the situation. I like the division they're in. I think uh, uh, Carolina's down a little bit, Atlanta, whatever. I think New Orleans then will be good. You know, I, I just, I like the position they're in. I understand why he took that position because I think he can be the most successful. That's, that's the best job for him, I think. Hey, you mentioned it. Carolina, who doesn't have uh, a very famous quarterback that they had, who's now without a job. Why isn't Cam Newton, why is he still available? Well, Serena, it's, it's pretty close. I mean, he couldn't throw. He was having issues with his arm. And quarterbacks, like anything, like golfers or, you know, if you're a golfer and you, your club's not working, there's, you know, you can't golf. So especially with the social distancing, I think people mm-hmm. really want to say, hey, can my quarterback throw? Is his shoulder stable? Is all? And I think there's some huge question marks, especially when you're, when you're going around the league saying, hey, I'm going to give my starter $30 million, and you may have a question about his health. So I think there's some hesitancy. I think the whole social distance thing. I think there's some other things that I'll go into that his leadership style on the field, is that going to be conducive for maybe a backup position? I don't know. I think he was getting farther and farther over the pushing the envelope about what you do as a team leader. And I'll say that from a leadership point about, you know, if I'm going to wear cougar stripes at my interviews with a bonnet and stuff like that, how much of a leader in the NFL as I am, Eric Dickerson, same things with soft gloves. People would say Cam, Cam Newton could be soft. These are just things that are just coming to my mind. But the first and foremost would be, can you throw the ball? And can he throw it accurately? He's always been physical. Has he been too physical to have longevity? Yeah. All right, Matt. You know what time it is. It's that time. We'll jump right into it. It's time for <laughs> Serena's socially distant social segment. Uh, Jim, recently you've been tweeting about Growing some veggies at home. Can you give us a little background about your your gardening hobby? Oh yeah, I, I you know actually was reading this article about things to do, and, and I saw you know gardening's one of them because we got you know, got a little bit more time on our hands, and I figured you know I've got some broccoli coming, I got some I got some carrots, I got a couple tomatoes. And I didn't want to get like so many tomatoes that I had to give them all to my neighbors, uh, but. You know, it's just, we've got herbs in there. It's just something fun to do with my daughter. It's kind of a a project to keep the water and we get to do our stuff and and watch them grow. That's awesome. Uh, Well, we're going to play a little game around that. So I'm going to quiz both you guys and give you a fruit, veggie, nut, etc. And you guys tell me if it grows in the ground or on a tree. And for the sake of the game, I will consider small, bushy, plant-like things to be in the ground category. Okay. Okay. All right. Easy one first. Lemons. Tree. tree. Lemon tree. Perfect. So. You guys uh, understand. Does, does, Serena go before, does Serena go first? or No, you go first, Jim. This is all you. I'm just I'm just here to support. She's just here so she you're doesn't get fined. Yeah, like, you're the quarterback. <laughs> but Serena, hey, all this social distancing, I ask you, how the heck are you holding up, babe? I mean, really, this is kind of As a super, super, I don't even know if there's a word for extrovert when it comes to me. Like, I'm beyond that. Yeah. yeah, I um. If anyone checks my Instagram account lately, I'm starting to do all the TikTok challenges, and I'm losing my mind. So beyond that, 
I know that a lemon grows on a tree. Okay, good. How about <laughs> asparagus? Asparagus? Asparagus. Is... Oh, Jim's looking at me to answer this. Yeah, uh, I, know, I know where it is. I think I know where it is. Shoot. Uh, it's in the ground. Asparagus is in the ground. That would seem weird if it grew on a tree. It's not a tree. It's a bush. Okay. Ground. I mean, it's bushy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it comes straight out of the ground. Okay. Uh, pineapples. Pineapple tree. No, there's no pineapple tree. Come on. Really? It's on, it's on the ground. Yes. Small <laughs> plant-like thing in the ground. So, you know, you've never been to Hawaii? Yeah, I have been to Hawaii. <laughs> Got to go to the Dole factory. This I'm going to go hang out at the pineapple tree place. I don't know. Mangoes, coconuts grow on trees. Those things are huge. I just assume pineapple. All right. Well, there we you learned go. something. It's a little, just like, yeah, it's just a little plant out of the ground, and then boom, pineapple. All right, olives. Olives. Trees. Yeah, correct. Uh, both like it's weird how spooky these trees look, though. I urge you to look up an olive tree sometime. It looks like one of those like, what's the Harry Potter hallowed forest or something? Oh, one of those. They're kind of they're kind of like silvery. Oh, you know, uh, cantaloupe. Cantaloupe. Ground. Ground. Yeah, ground like a pumpkin. Cocoa beans. Yeah. Jim got me by one. Uh, yeah. Cocoa bean. Cocoa beans. Cocoa bean is ground. I say it's a bush. Uh, yeah, it's a tree. Apparently, they grow. Nope. Inside little pods hanging from a tree. That's a tree. All right. I wish it. I knew that. I drink coffee all the push. time. <laughs> this is more like chocolate. Oh, but co- oh cocoa. Co- you said. Coffee I'm beans, like, actually. Co- I didn't know coffee beans are what I think they're a nut. Did you know that? No. You learned, learned something new. Um, speaking of nuts, peanuts. Peanut tree. Peanut plant. Ground. Yep, ground. I feel like I need to like hear like, oh, pineapple tree. Sounds <laughs> correct. <laughs> so peanut ground, peanut plant, they just grow off like the root. Yeah. Apparently okay. like a beet. Uh, arugula. Mr. Peanut retired, oh, so yeah. I don't know. Arugula. Rest in peace. Arugula. Hmm. I don't, arugula is a ground thing. Ground thing. Yeah, they literally just look like little leaves growing out of the dirt. It's Jim really- is looking at me like, I have all these things in my backyard that I have been growing. So I know. I've got one of those Harry Potter olive trees in my backyard. That's why you moved in because I'm just your giving partner's him, probably I'm just giving him a shopping list right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. I'll send you some over. I'll box Thanks. it up and send it over. Perfect. <laughs> all right, last one. Pomegranates. Pomegranate. Yeah, because and it open. You have to take the little seeds out. Tree up. <laughs> yes. Up. Tree. Good job, guys. You guys yeah. passed. All right, Jim. You know everything. Jim's the gardening uh, expert, though. Matt, Matt, Serena, I didn't. I didn't tell you this because we didn't grow co- uh, cocoa trees. But I worked at a nursery for three years. And oh. I oh. It all on. makes sense now. <laughs> I was like, how is he knowing all of these things? Oh man, you just see when I was with the roses. Yeah, it was me and the rose bushes were were like this. <laughs> well. All right. To wrap this up, uh, I would like to end with a quote from 
from a guy from the team. It's a segment called Say What. We're going to stick to the uniforms on this podcast, so I'll give it to Stacey John Johnson, who said after he saw the new uniforms, I feel like those uniforms are going to make us faster. Jim, can a uniform make someone faster? <laughs> you know what? I'd say this, Raina. If you think if you think they can make you faster, then yeah, then then I think attitude is a lot part of it. If you think you're going faster, I think you can maybe push yourself. So, oh. you know, good luck with that. I think a lot of the things in life we can look at. Johnny Johnson, I know he's coming back from his injury and this and that. And he's got to have to feel like he can play and he's not going to be injured, all these things. So I, there's a lot of mental part going into his game as well. But again, I think with anybody that listens to this podcast, if you think you can, you can. That's right. We're going to win everything. That's what I think. <laughs> and that's it. Another episode of Ramblin is in the books. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We'll be bringing you more episodes throughout the off season. And Rams fans, don't forget if you want more all things Rams, we've got another official podcast led by J.B. Long called Rams Revealed. Until then, stay safe and healthy, my friends. Jim Everett, thank you so much for your time. Being an expert at plants. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew?